We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Get ready. It's time for... Operation Late Night Excitement. Top rated late night radio. The awesomest night of all time. After dark. It's Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. You deserve a fun night. On KMOX. So the coffee here is straight motor oil. Oh, it's bad. It's just straight coffee. Like, I don't even know that it has a taste to it other than describe it as just coffee it's bad yeah yeah your point um well i've i'm i've trying something new i'm trying to have less caffeine in my life okay so what i've been doing is i've been going to the grocery store and first time i did this i went and bought two packets two um ground decaf coffees okay and one fully caffeinated all right. And then what I did is I put them in a, to a giant Ziploc bag and yeah. I shook it all up. So you're mixing the coffee. Yeah, so that I can dilute the amount of caffeine I'm using. Okay. So this most recent time, I've been doing that for about five or six months, since yeah. about halfway through the pandemic. I yeah. thought, man, I got I to gotta ratchet back on this caffeine. How much coffee do you drink? Well, I'm, you know, I'm I'm single, and we're gonna, I want to ask you about coffee pots here in a minute because okay. I have a particular coffee pot that I love. Okay. But I, I'll drink a whole cup, pot of coffee in the morning. A How pot about? of coffee? Sure. You drink a pot of coffee? Sure. Like a whole 12-cup pot of coffee? Yeah. Don't you? No. Why not? Well, it'll kill you. Oh, well, I, mean, you I, don't, I don't uh, drink a full-leaded coffee. It doesn't matter. You're putting that much... Ugh. You, you drink mean? a full pot of coffee? What's I, the well, matter with you? Well, it's all watered down. It's what do you mean, what's the matter with me? What will it do to you? Well, it's not good. Explain. Well, it's got the, you know, the stuff in there. and uh, I don't think coffee's that bad for you. It's got the caffeine going on. No, Even I have if decaf. you water it down, I mean, and then what's the point of drinking it if there's no caffeine in it? Because I, mean, I like a little hot liquid in the morning. Well, how about tea? Well, I guess. Do you make tea? I don't make tea. Well, why do I have to drink you tea? You don't have to drink anything, but I can't believe you drink a pot of coffee. What's the matter with you? What is wrong with that? It's not good. I don't. I think four three six seven nine hundred. This may explain a lot. One eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. This may explain why uh, during overtime at eight thirty in the morning on Friday mornings the uh, the veins pop out. And the, well, no, but hold on a second. Now, yeah. for the better part of a year, I've been diluting that. Right. And so now I'm up to three bags of decaf coffee with one bag of caffeinated, of co- of caffeinated right. coffee. And you throw it all together. And then I, I shake it all up in a giant bag, and then I'll administer it slowly over the next, you know, several uh, months. I still can't get over the fact that you drink a pot of coffee. Well, I don't know that it's a full pot. I mean, you know, yeah. like, uh, it, so I have the I have the pot of coffee that it, it, it bubbles the water up on top. Yeah. And then it, you know, comes shooting out an arm. Yeah. And like Mr. Coffee. It, it drips down into yeah, the yeah. the graded things yeah. and then it goes back down into the pot. Now do you have the multi hole? What do you mean multi hole? Well, you've got so man, I can't believe I have to explain everything here. Yeah. Well so you're you, the guy who doesn't even drink that much coffee. So, well, what I are you think, gonna lecture me about drinking well, coffee for? So you've got the you got the coffee, you know, like the Mr. Coffee thing. Right. 
Well, it's, it's, so you're not a Keurig. You don't you don't do a one I used at a time. to do Keurig, it's, but it's, it's not, not as good. It's not coffee. It, so, it really isn't. Right. It's so, like jet jet it, it's fuel. It's whatever or, it is. It's yeah. not good. Mm-hmm. So, but so you got the the old school Mr. Coffee where you got the one hole. And the and the water comes down the one hole. Yeah, and it all just trickles just, in. Yeah, yeah through the filter. Can, yeah, right. right. And and uh, you know that's uh, it's no good. I've got, you know, I don't like to talk, but I've got the multi-hole coffee drainer. So the the water whoosh, it shoots up to the top of the thing there. Uh huh. It goes over, and then and then you got like I'm we like must have five or six holes. No. no. I must have 10 or 15 holes. Really? And this coffee comes out of these 10 or 15 holes, and it goes everywhere into the filter. So you're not just dripping down the middle of the, of the coffee thing where all the coffee on the sides are saying, what the heck am I doing here? No, no. This coffee comes out of all of these different holes, and it disperses itself throughout the entire filter, and you're getting all the coffee right. wet, and then all of it then comes uh-huh. together and drains down the one little repository into the, into the carafe, and that my friend, is a magnificent cup of coffee. Oh, Much better uh, than agree. a single whole what, coffee. Let, let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. So uh, what size cup of coffee do you pour your coffee into? Well. An oversized coffee mug? No. That, that's Georgianne. She has these big old with I Mickey, have a big Mickey coffee Mouse mug, yeah. ears on it. And uh, No. I, I, I like, I've got, I've got two cups that I, two shaped cups that I like. I got the little curved cup. That's uh, my preference if it's not dirty. Uh-huh. Uh, and then, and then I got the old standard coffee mug. So, but why were you so taken back by the fact that I might drink a whole pot of coffee? Because that's not no, that's not that's not good for you. I says who? Uh, uh, doctor, everyone. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah. It's it's not. But good I'm not for an you. everyday coffee drinker, and what I do drink is diluted coffee. So wait a minute. You don't drink coffee every day? No. Huh. Like tomorrow. My first meeting is at such a time that I will not have coffee tomorrow morning. Huh. So so you don't drink coffee every day, which I do. Right. But when you do drink coffee, you drink a whole pot of it. Well, I, yeah, it's, but I don't think I'm drinking a pot of coffee the way that you drink a pot of well, coffee. The, so the carafe. No, I understand the carafe. Yeah, I drink that much liquid in the morning, absolutely. But I don't drink caffeinated coffee. It's just. Coffee-flavored water. Brown, yeah. Okay. All right. You think that's weird? It's not good for you. I don't understand why. It's, well, I, well, then why do I drink coffee, period? If coffee's not good for me, then I shouldn't be drinking well, it. Well, I love the, that first cup of coffee in the morning. So I come down. So, so I make the coffee. In fact, when I get home tonight, uh-huh. the, my job is to oh, make the coffee. I have, I have three jobs at night. I, I get the coffee ready, get it, get it all queued yeah. up there. I change the distilled water and the CPAP. And, and and I and I pull out my pills and take my pills. Those are, those are, those be, are your three jobs. Be, before I what about brushing bed, your teeth there, uh, little schnookums? Uh, Do you brush your teeth too? Well, in the in the morning. So uh, so you got you got all that stuff going on there, and then uh, and then you go to bed. <laughs> those are your jobs. Those are my jobs. Yeah, I, the, I do them not well. brushing your teeth. You don't brush your teeth before you go to bed. I do. Okay, but, but why isn't that well, on the no, job I, list? I typically brush my teeth after I eat dinner, not before I go to bed. Why is brushing your teeth not on the job list? Like when you said, oh, I have three jobs, I thought you were going to tell me, I go take the trash out to the edge of the driveway, no, I bring the dog inside, and I set the coffee up for the next morning. No, nights. your tri- your jobs were essentially hygiene jobs, was what you just described. Well, I, you gotta I've got to take my medicine, I've got to get my coffee. you got to change the uh, distilled water in the CPAP. Uh, Matt, this is not a lie. 
Hancock and I traveled earlier this year together. We were down in Florida. And we arrive, I guess, at about noon one day, and we go out and have lunch and come back. It's about 4 o'clock, he says to me. He goes, uh, should we get the coffee ready? I said, for what? He said, for tomorrow morning. Well, because you don't want to wait too I late. said, well, John, I said, the coffee maker's in the in the cabinet. We'll pull it out tomorrow morning. No. He says, no, no, we've got to set this up yes. tonight. And blah, blah, blah. So this is like, I mean, we still got two or three hours of daylight in a, in a tropical area. And this clown's making me pull out the coffee maker, put all the coffee grounds in there, which, and, by the way, I keep mine in the freezer. And, you made fun of me for that, too. And, yes. And weren't you glad it was ready when you woke up in them? Of course, I got up But first. I could have done it at 8 o'clock in the it morning takes, and just did it. But, but why do you want to do that when you first get out of bed? The but, last thing you want to do is stick that little But then your, your coffee grains are sitting out at room temperature all night. Oh, no. That's why you use the ice cube. What do you mean the ice cube? You put the ice cube in the water in the morning. I, what are you talking about? <laughs> it makes the water cold, and then it just it invigorates the whole coffee experience. See, I, these are the tricks you learn when you live to be 57 years old. We'll keep rolling after this. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Working on a night Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. So, uh, a late night like now, I guess you're going to drive home. Decompress a little bit. Get the coffee ready for tomorrow morning. You got to do it. It's uh, starting to cool off out there. Yeah. You mentioned to me, you asked me a question in the break yeah. if I wear long johns. Yeah. And I associate long johns with, like, little kids' sleeping attire. Yeah. And I said, no, I don't wear those to bed. And you said, no, do you wear long, long yeah, johns in the, in the, in the winter? I said, no, I just told you I don't wear those to bed. Oh. And he goes, you said, no, I... Uh, like when you go out, yeah. don't you wear long johns when under it's your cold. pants? What do you think you live in the Arctic? Sometimes, I oh, mean, come it gets on. very biting cold out there. And, but you and, don't wear long john. What are you working outside all of a sudden? Well, you, yeah, and and you're if you're working outside, sure, you wear underlayers, but you you wear them like under a suit. Yeah, because <laughs> it's, it's all about it's all about layers, and it, so to keep warm in a very frigid environment, you you wear layers, and so the only way to to layer on your legs is a pair of long johns. And you honestly got to have worn those under like a pair of khakis before? Yes. I mean, to like a meeting? Yes. Are when you kidding me? When it's cold, when it's like 10 below outside. Yeah, I don't, I still and, wear my booty socks you, when I go out like that. Oh, well, You're wearing you. long johns? Yeah, buddy. Buddy, we live in the Midwest. Like, okay, there's worse. one day that it gets zero degrees, but it's not like you're hiking to your office. There is nothing. In the snow. There is nothing worse than walking outside and having that cool breeze blowing up your pant leg there. 
and your your knees, and I don't have a lot going on on my legs. I mean, hey, you kind of do have bird legs. I've huh? got bird legs, and so, uh, and if you're cold and you're freezing and you're shivering, and then you're going to make a poor impression on people. So you put the long johns on; they cling right to you. And so when that breeze blows up, there, there, you got the insulation going on huh. there, and uh, then your natural body heat kind of takes over, and it's very no. com- you're very comfortable. You're no, very comfortable. I don't like. Stuff that constrictive on me, huh. so like real yeah. tight pants like that, or uh, underneath my pants, especially would bother Kelly, me. But, uh, yeah, don't give me. You know what I used to hate when time. I was a kid was. Did, did you ever wear a turtleneck when you were a kid? Did your mom ever put that on you? Yeah, I like turtle. Oh, I, oh, used I to. hated it. Back I felt I had, like it was choking me. Back when I had one chin, I I love them. Uh, <laughs> you know, but now I don't wear them so much. You ever worn a kilt? No. What? A kilt? A kilt. Uh, like a skirt? Yeah. Well, what's your heritage? You're you're what British? I'm English. Yeah. English, yeah. yeah. English wore kilts. No, they didn't. Well, I I had to wear a kilt in the wedding once. Huh. Yeah. It's a skirt, right? I mean, well, it's a it's a it's a male skirt. Yeah. yeah it's yeah. you know it's Irish and Scottish right. and and I was in a wedding and I had to wear a kilt. Huh. Yeah. And you got underpants under there, right? No, you don't wear underpants. What? Your your legs are and you wear these like knee high socks. Um, you, no, wait a minute. You don't wear underpants under your skirt? Oh, I was wearing a pair of boxers. Yeah, okay, yeah no, I thought right, you meant a right. pair of pants. Yeah, yeah no. no, I I didn't okay, go right. without. Right, uh, okay, all right, all right. I didn't go without anything. Well, okay. technically you could. Yeah, no, no. But uh, I had to wear a kilt, and, and so you, I wore a pair of boxers, and then you wear these little knee-high bobby socks. I didn't, re- at that point in my life, I guess it's probably point, 10. Point. He's wearing the kilt, and all of a sudden he says, is that point in my life? At that point in my life, I uh, <laughs> no, it was probably like 10 years ago. I wasn't too thrilled about doing it. Yeah. But the pictures were super cool from it, like the wedding pictures of all the men in kilts yeah, and the, no. the girls in these beautiful Not dresses. Not, it, it was pretty cool. Not doing it. Yeah, I, I can't do it. Like, I, I have friends of mine who do them on first St. Patrick's Day and stuff, and I can't do it. But I did do it for a wedding, and I didn't mind it. Hmm. No. You would not do it. No, I'm not going to wear a skirt. I mean, why? Well, I mean, I guess now it's all the rage. You wear but, shorts, uh, don't you? Huh? You wear shorts, don't you? Rarely. Really? But I do wear shorts. Why yes. do you avoid shorts? Well, because, you know, my legs. So, uh, You're, you've got kind of pasty legs, right? White, well, like super white. They, they don't ever see the sun. Well, they, they don't get a lot of sunlight, shall we say. Um, you know, there's a lot of men who believe that you, you shouldn't really wear shorts. Men's legs, you're not supposed to show them. Yeah, and I mean, I'm not. I don't care if you if you want to wear shorts. I just uh, and I've got shorts, and I. But a short is not a skirt. A short. Yeah, well, got, this you know, is a kilt. Two legs in it, and a kilt. It, to, you know, I I don't want to. Well, we could Google what kilt means, but I don't think kilt means skirt. Skirt. It's a skirt, is what it is. Well, it, it essentially is a skirt. Yeah, yeah but it looked good. And, you know, I think you'd like it. Yeah, I would not like it. Uh, really? No, I'm not doing it. What if I got married? And well, I was, wanted you to be in my wedding. Of all the things I worry about, Michael, it's... Uh, <laughs> all right, but hold on. That's not a <laughs> Let's play out this hypothetical. Uh-huh. And I said, John, I'd like you to be in my wedding. Yes, for you, I'd put a skirt You'd on. You'd be a groomsman. Yeah, I'd, I'd wear a and, skirt for And you. I'd like you to wear a kilt to my wedding. I'd look like... Uh, <laughs> it wouldn't be pretty is all I can tell you. Do you realize that if I ever do get married, I am totally going to wear a kilt just to get you to have to wear one? I'm in. It'll be so funny. I'll be the Matt. He'll show up at the uh, church. Here I am. I'll play the. I'll play, that's what I'll do. I'll play the bagpipes. Oh, there you go. You know what? Bagpipes. Yeah. Can't stand. Love them. them. Oh, you I can't stand them. You wear a skirt. You don't like bagpipes. 
I wore a kilt because I was in a wedding, but people make a big deal of bagpipes. They're fine. But bagpipes, every song bagpipes play are the same song. No, it's not. Oh, there's a bunch of different songs. You, you, yeah. Yeah. Amazing Grace. Right. And yeah, I mean, come on. Oh, there's like four or five songs you can play and they all sound alike. No. They do. Well, you're, you're, you're and so wait a minute. You don't like kilts, but you do like bagpipes. Love bagpipes. What? Huh. Why? Because of your musical inclination? Yeah, the Have dissonance. you ever tried one? No. The dissonance of a bagpipe. There's something about the dissonance that comes out of that thing. Listen, here it is now. Listen to that. There it is. See, like I said, amazing grace. They all play and, the dissonance. You got the know. dissonance there, and it's amazing. They did this at my dad's funeral too. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's very, it's a very mournful uh, instrument, isn't it? Like when you hear it, aren't you? Like, it doesn't make you like, geez, what a great day. It's like, oh, something bad happened. What? If they play, if they're playing this. Well, any of them. No, there's some Come great. On. Oh, tell me a great bagpipe song the, that really uh, revs up the crowd. Well, like Start Me Up from uh, the Rolling Stones. Uh, the uh, Are you acquainted with the Dropkick Murphys? The Dropkick Murphys? Yeah. I'm not uh, acquainted You're with You're not the acquainted with the Dropkick Murphys? No. What is this, an Irish group? You purport to be Irish. I am Irish, but I told you I'm not a big bagpipe fan. The Dropkick Murphys played the national anthem at the World Series between the Cardinals and the Boston Red Sox in 2004. That didn't work out well. And they did, not for us, but it worked out great for the Dropkick Murphys. Really? Did they become stars as a result of it? They're very famous. I can't believe you never heard of them. Well, maybe I have heard of them, but I I, They they got that one big hit of theirs, Matt. That's not it. <laughs> well, I like Irish music, but yeah. this isn't a bagpipe. Well, they've got one with a bagpipe. Well, okay. They had the big hit, though. It was huge, whatever it was yeah. called. So you like Irish music? I do. I do like mm-hmm. Irish music. You know, Irish music is really interesting. So there is a heavy flavor of Irish music in American popular music. And it goes back. And... Uh, and you hear a lot of Irish music in, um, uh, well, a large amount of country church, western church music has oh, got a, a, a roots in Irish music. Country western certainly does, but even even jazz has some really? elements of yeah. So you know, American music is a is a melting pot of all these different influences, and you've got African influences, certainly the Irish music. That kind of manifested itself through the the appellations and the in the hollers, the church hollers that they would do, and and certainly bluegrass is found. Well, where does ragtime come from? Ragtime is a mishmash of all of it, really. And you've got you've got European English harmonies and structures in ragtime. You've got African rhythms and melodies, and and but a lot of the folk melodies that floated around the United States have their roots in Irish music. How about that? Yeah, it's true. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, but I just I think trying to think about time. To, I've heard look, there's some great Irish bands out there that stick with traditional Irish music. The Coors is one, uh, but I I just uh, I've never been attracted to the bagpipe. I I have, I have respect for it, but I I put it in a mournful sense. Anytime I hear bagpipes, it's usually somebody's died. Well, you go home tonight, or we're remembering and, uh, somebody who died. Hook up to your died. little YouTube machine there, and you turn on some yeah, drop and then kick all of a sudden I'll be getting all Dropkick Murphy advertisements yeah. like yeah. Van Morrison. Van Morrison, he's Irish. It'll be good for you. Well, here they are. This is their big hit right here, Matt. Well done. What's it called? Shipping up to Boston, it's called. Listen to the Dropkick Murphys. We'll be back after this on the Cam Water. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. 
this is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on King of OX. You go to your high school reunion? I went to the 10 year, but I have not been since. What year would you be coming up on? Uh, well, next year. This will be my 40th high school reunion. Next year. 40th. 40th. Yeah, my 30th is coming up. Yeah. Yeah. I well, went, I, I don't know that I've been to any of them. Well, that's kind of What inspires you to go to your 10th? Um,. Wasn't that far away from? Yeah, no. I mean, just the you know, because there are a bunch of people I hadn't seen. I'm just curious to yeah. you know what they're up to. Will you go for your fortieth? I doubt it. Um, might. I mean, I you know, I I certainly was at the twenty fifth. There was one of them I thought about going to, and then I just did. I did go to my wife's. Uh, would have been her twentieth high school reunion. So Georgian graduated. Uh, in a class, she went to Westminster Christian Academy when it was fairly new. Okay. And there were 43 people in her graduating class. Mm-hmm. 43 people. All right. And so they're planning the uh, class reunion, and Georgianne and her friend uh, are in charge of organizing everything. Would this be Kiki? Uh, no, no, Kiki was her neighbor. Oh, friend. that was the one that she yeah. raided Michael Jackson's yeah, yeah, yeah. house. Yeah, okay. no, this is a different friend. So they're they're uh, <clears throat> so they're getting the the thing for these forty three people, and they send the invitations out to everybody. They uh-huh. go fine, and the RSVP is to our home phone number, and so <laughs> guy calls up and he says, "This is so and so, and I'll I'm be attending the, the reunion," and she listens to it and she says. Doesn't sound familiar. <laughs> I <think> I <laughs> so she calls her. She calls her buddy and she says, uh, "Do you know the so and so?" She says, "John no. Bill Brown." Did he? Did he go to? Was he in our class? And they, they came. So anyway, so we're standing there, you know, for the, at the high school reunion, and this guy walks in, and they look at each other, and they go, "Oh, yeah, you know him." They forgot a guy. <laughs> Isn't that horrible? You're in a class of forty three people, and yeah. like totally forgotten. Well, you know, Facebook does that to you because I'll have I'm. I don't do politics on Facebook, right? Um, so I I only want family and friends and people that I really know. Yeah. So I have a lot of people who try to friend me that I I never heard of, and you know, with women when they change their last name and people don't look like they would did in high school, I don't have half the friends from my high school days that. But the ones that I do, uh, you know, I kind of know who. And you kind of keep up who. with them. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, you know, I obviously have a couple of really close friends that I stay in touch with and. You know, I went to. I grew up in St. Charles, right? And and all my sisters and I went to the same school. Yeah. So you know, you're kind of a a little fixture inside that school, right? Kelly's. Oh and yeah. So well, I, there were six of you. Yeah, and they're t- you. So I tangentially, you know, but that was back when St. Charles was nothing like it is today. Right. I mean, so yeah, I guess so. But I I, I haven't been to one yet, and I'm I'm questioning whether or not I should go. So did you graduate in ninety two? Three ninety two. Oh no! So yeah. you got a year. Years. I graduated in eighty two. So 82. my my actual year is coming up so next year. Do you remember? So it's your senior year. You're kind of the, the 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 kids who are in charge of school. You think you're the biggest thing in the world. Oh, and that was the year the Cardinals were in the run for the World Series. So it was a fun time to be in St. Louis. Too. Well, I graduated. You graduated in May, so the Cardinals didn't win the World Series until I would started my freshman year of college. Um, but yeah, I mean that was a fun year, and, they, and at that time, you know, I'd lived my entire life. Well, when I was a little witty, itty bitty kid, the Cardinals won the World Series. 
But they were bad in the 70s, man. Yeah. I mean, they went through the decade. I mean, we had Lou Brock. We had Bob Gibson for half the decade. Um, but the, And they had one, maybe two years where they were competitive. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but in 82, it kind of all came together under Whitey Herzog. And boy, I wonder how Whitey Herzog would fare in this uh, analytics age we're living in. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about that at 10 o'clock. Yeah. I had some Mike Schilt questions what for you. What do we have you. there, Matt? Doug, a bagpipe aficionado, is on. Doug, welcome to KMOX. Well, thank you, gentlemen. Good talking with you. Always, Doug. Always, yeah. Uh, this is your cigar-smoking friend, by the way. Love, hey it, love it, love it. Yes, sir. I'm on my patio right now having a nice Oliva V Ooh, and nice. uh, just en- enjoying the beautiful blue uh clear sky not blue sky clear yes. sky yes nice out nice out tonight yeah that christmas um, in, the crispness in the air is awfully nice isn't it it is nice it's very nice so um, uh, so you're a bagpipe guy not really a bagpipe guy but i, I used to when i was teaching I, one of my, one of the uh units that i taught was about uh woodwinds and and bagpipes always came up and uh and you know the bagpipes are a very interesting instrument you don't you don't when you when they fill that sack up, they they blow into it to fill it with air, yeah, and then you squeeze that, and that's what gives them the tone, and so then you play it by that air that's in there, and you have to keep constantly filling up the bag, right? But you're actually playing so it with your you're actually making the noise with your arm, your your mouth is just simply filling up the instrument so that your arm can then extract the air through the pipes, right? And you're and you're fingering it. Like you would um, a clarinet or a, right. you know, um, yeah, any instrument like that. And I will say this: when I, I my band played several times for the uh, St. Louis Scottish St. Andrews Society. Yeah, and they would have uh, two main events every year, and every time they had their pipe band come in, the Inverne Pipe Band. Yeah, and if you think a band like mine was loud, you ought to hear these guys. <laughs> They're really something, and they're they're great. I mean, they're and they're fun to watch. You know, the well, drums and the pipes and the whole thing. Oh, I see. I love it. I love all of it, Doug. I, I know it's superfluous, but give that man a cigar, uh, Doug. Well, you know, we'll, we we still have to get together and have one, gentlemen. I'm in, buddy. I'm in. Just say the okay. word. All right. Thanks, Doug. Thanks for calling. So there's all a right. there's a bagpipe guy. Yeah, you bet. Never took a liking to him. Bagpipes? Uh, it'll be okay. I do like Doug. Doug's great. Yeah, he calls in all the time. He did. The last time I think he was smoking a Fuente or something because you guys were all talking. Arturo Fuente. Arturo it could, could well have been an Arturo Fuente. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not looking forward to. Well, well maybe I will. I don't know if I'm going to go to the uh, class. So, you went to Duchenne High School. Duchenne High School. In, and you went Charles. to Pattonville. I was Pattonville High School. You're a Crusader? <sighs> Pirate, buddy. Pirate. Pattonville Where am Pirates. I getting Pattonville Crusaders? I, I have from? no idea because yeah. it's been the Pattonville Pirates forever. Yeah, um, one of the great high schools here in the St. Louis region. Yet you weren't not been to one of your reunions. I went to the ten year, mm-hmm. the ten year reunion. I saw all my friends. And uh, did anybody like go on to move out of St. Louis and become like world famous? Like, is anybody William Shatner or anything like that? In my class, uh, no, no. You know what's kind of sad is that several of them have passed away. Yeah, you know, in the last thirty, very young. Obviously. Right. That's freaky when that starts happening. It is. It is. But no, I, I mean, I'm sure there's somebody. The astronaut was from Pattonville, but he wasn't from my class. 
Uh, opinion on William Shatner going to space? Did you the, hear that? Love yeah. it. Why is that? I'm not a big Star Trek guy. I mean, I didn't really watch the show. I, you know, I don't get the people that are like all into it. Me neither. Every episode, blah, blah, blah. But I did see an interview with him, I don't know, a couple months ago on Ashley Banfield. Mm-hmm. The guy's 90 years old, completely with it. I mean, sharp as a tack. Right. And, uh, you know, he's witty and he's self-deprecating. And, um, you know, I don't I don't claim to know William Shatner or what kind of a guy he is, but he seemed like a really good guy in this interview. And so, you know, to have been an iconic figure like Captain Kirk and then at 90. To get to do it. To, to go up yeah. in space. I mean, I, yeah. So I my exposure cool. to uh, William Shatner is not Captain Kirk. Yeah. T.J. Hooker. T.J. Hooker is my father's. I grew up with T.J. Yes, Hooker. My father's favorite show. It was a good program. <laughs> he never, and uh, he he had, missed... What was the name? Heather Locklear was with them. <laughs> yeah. And they were, you know. Maybe that's why it was my father's favorite show. Yeah, Heather Locklear. Who can yeah, blame him? Right. It was one of my favorite shows, too. <laughs> but uh, that was my exposure to him was T.J. Hooker, which I think was almost as big a hit as Star Trek. Now, Star Trek took on iconic well, in Fame and, they only made like 16 episodes of that. I mean, there's not that many Star Trek oh, episodes. Oh, really? Then, well, then they had all the spinoffs. Yeah. The Next Generation and the, and the Next movies Generation and, and the cetera. blah, blah, blah. And, uh, Ricardo Montalban was in one of the movies. Oh, Ricardo Montalban. Now, you know you've made it when Ricardo Montalban's in your movie. Yeah. He, the plane. The plane, right? <laughs> yeah. That Isn't that him? Another great show. Fantasy Island. Oh, great show. And Tattoo. Okay. The name. So the actor who played Tattoo, what was his name? Anyone? No. Anyone? I know no. it. What is it? Great trivia question. All right. Hervé Velichez. Hervé Velichez. Hervé Velichez played Tattoo uh-huh. in Fantasy Island. He did. So the show before my time. I, I know the reference, but don't ever remember watching it. My earliest uh, thing, like MASH, uh, watching my family watch MASH. Yeah. I didn't really understand what was going on. And, right. and Love Boat. Oh, yeah. That was a big one around the house. Yeah. Did you yeah. watch the Love Boat? Oh, back yeah. In the day? I mean, who didn't? Did the whole family, and, did you sit up? Because you were the baby of uh, yeah, a large group, right? Yeah, and, and you know, when I was little, did the, yeah, I'm sure we did. We had the old uh, Curtis Mathis round screen television there in the living room. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, I don't remember watching a lot of television as a kid, certainly in prime time. I'd go to bed pretty early, you know. And uh, Do you remember the first time you got color television, or were you too old? Oh, no, we had color television. I mean, yeah. Most of your whole life? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember their black and white televisions being around the house. Right, in the kitchen. Or but uh, or I remember my mom and dad talking about when color television first came around. Yeah. Like, holy cow, can you believe this? Well, and you know, now with these HDs that we have, well, in your you, phone. you forget <laughs> about what just a few years ago like watching sports yeah when they show highlights i saw a highlight from the 1985 world <laughs> series the other day it looks like it's an antique it does i mean it's unbelievable <laughs> right? I mean, we were so spoiled well in, in these tvs now you look at it it's like the guy's jumping at you soon they're, you gonna, soon they're gonna be 3d yeah. we will have 3d television you think? in our life oh, we'll yeah. be watching the nba yeah. with those guys flying through the air that'll yeah. be awesome yeah it'll be it'll i'll be great. totally look forward he's to michael that. kelly and i'm john hancock we are your uh well you're we're your perky cruise director here on the love boat <laughs> on the voice of st louis we'll see you right around the corner next on camo x i have been thinking all evening about how to best say this now back to late night with hancock and kelly on king of ox let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves a treat i haven't been to the movies since uh, the pandemic view 
Uh, no, I have not. I know, I miss it. I won't go. Uh, and I'm a big James Bond fan. Yeah. But I'm going to wait till it comes out. I have heard, now, you know, I've just heard. So yeah. people are saying. People are saying. That this new James Bond movie is not so good. Oh, I hate to hear that. I know. I hope that's wrong. I know. Well, I'm sure they, it's all politically correct now. That's I think probably. this is the best James Bond. Who? This guy now? Daniel Craig, yeah. Really? I think he's the best oh, no, of all of not them. the best James Bond. Yeah. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Sean Why would Connery. I kid you? No, I, Sean Connery was great. He's Roger second Moore. best. Roger Moore. No, I don't think so. Roger Moore was. I know he, he gets was good. Dissed, but he gets dissed he was a fine. lot. I thought Roger Roger Moore. That was a that was a federal. I mean, that was an agent. That was a spy. That was a. I mean, yeah. You know, I don't know. To me, it, it's a battle of two. It's between Sean Connery and and Daniel Craig, and I think it's Daniel Craig. Daniel and here's Craig. why. Let me make the case why. How many movies has Daniel Craig made as James Bond? Five or six. Oh, has it been that many? Yeah, I think he's on his fifth oh. right now. Maybe oh, well, sixth. Okay. All right. Uh, so here's, here's my case. Uh, of course, um, the, the role was invented by Sean Connery. Exactly. And, well, it was and invented by Ian Fleming. Right. No, but I mean, he made it right. right. And yeah, he was yeah. the, the, the tuxedo, the tightness, yeah, the yeah. gambling, the yeah, drinks, yeah. the blah, yeah. blah, blah. But he was too perfect. What I like about Daniel Craig is Daniel Craig, one, he's a handsome dude. Two, he's got a rugged look about him. He doesn't look too polished. And when he gets beat up in the movie, yeah, he doesn't, you know, he stays beat up. He doesn't miraculously in the next scene look like, hey, look, I'm great after I just got my tail whipped uh, uh, halfway across London. Huh. Yeah. And so there's a couple of scenes where, you know, uh, Daniel Craig gets beat up in, in previous movies and he's got his shirt off or whatever. And he's, you know, he's got bruises and he's got cuts on his face and they stay with him for the whole show. So I like that. Plus, I think the guy has just a, a huge class. But anyway, I haven't been to the movie theater. Yeah. And the movie theater has the best popcorn in the entire it's world. Very good. I love it. Then you put the yellow goo on no, it. No, I don't put the goo on it. <clears throat> oh, you eat the popcorn goulas. Goulas. Now, you're going to lecture me about <clears throat> drinking coffee, but you put that toxic chemical from a uh, movie theater all over your popcorn. Well, it's, I mean, it's butterish, sort of. Yeah. So you're, but, but, but listen to what you're saying to me. I'm drinking coffee, something that grows. Uh, from nature. Uh, You're talking about a saturated oil that's been, you know, blah, 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 to be pouring on popcorn, perfectly good popcorn. Why would yummy. you do that? It's, it makes no. it taste great. Now, the cheese popcorn. It's not great on your fingers. You ever get that cheese popcorn that comes around yeah, around Christmas no, time? No, why would you oh, ruin popcorn like with a, cheese? I don't well, like it's cheese. delicious. No. So, but I, I am, I'm, on, I'm trying to be healthy. It's not, I'm not doing so well. Right. And so one of the things I got is this, um, it's called Fresh Pop, and it's, you know, it's locale yeah. uh, microwave popcorn. Microwave, okay. Yeah, so I take it out and throw it in the microwave and cook it up. And, yeah. you know, nice, something about popcorn at crunch. And, yeah, no, yeah. You good. know, so, so I'm not getting this at the movie theater, and I don't think the movie theater popcorn's good for you. I'm out of popcorn, popcorn. the other night, so I'm watching some of the old James Bond movies. Yeah. I've been going back and watching right. the old ones, and I thought, well, I want to make some popcorn. Did something I have not done since I was a little kid. Yeah, what? I got out a skillet. Yeah. I put some olive oil in there. Right. I threw the kernels of popcorn right. on there, and I covered it over with a... Uh, yeah, a lid. With a lid. Right. That's how you make popcorn. And I sh shook it up, and I, I cooked popcorn yeah. right there in my own kitchen. Yeah. 
Uh, you know, almost my, Michael's own kettle corn. Let me alert the media over here. Well, I, when was the last time you cooked old-fashioned popcorn like that? No, you time. throw everything in the microwave. No, no, Georgian. I, no. I'm married, buddy. Uh-uh. So, but Georgian, she pops the pot. I mean, she gets the little pot going, and, the, and we got the little the thing there, and and she throws the, the things in there, and then she turns the oven on, and seriously, you guys yeah. don't do microwave popcorn. We she do. Does I mean, you know, when we're lazy, but. Uh, but no, she likes okay. to pop. Well, it. I'm a single then, male. I'd like an award the, here. You You're making butter. fun of me. And you get the butter. But I, and you melt yeah. the butter. And you mm. melt the butter. And then you pour the butter over the popcorn. Mm. Mm. No, I'm not a butter guy on popcorn. Put some salt on there. Especially no. homemade popcorn when you put the butter on there. The popcorn just wilts up into this little. Not if you know what you're doing, buddy. Well, oh, so Georgian does. She does. You don't. I, I, oh, I'm, I'm a butter applier. I can apply the butter with the best of them. Okay, so wait a minute. You pop up your popcorn uh, old-fashioned style yeah. in a skillet. Mm-hmm. Now you got your pile of popcorn and you've put it in a bowl. It's not in a skillet. It's in a, it's in a pot. Yeah, in a pot. Yeah. Okay, now you got your popcorn in a bowl. All right. You melt the butter in the microwave? No. Yes, you melt the butter okay. in the microwave. And then you just pour it on the... You, uh, pour it on while it's still in the bowl. And it's still in the... In the um... Before it pops. No, after it pops. See, my problem with that is, is the popcorn that I've when I've done that, it shrinks up and it shrivels and it becomes, I don't know. Well, you're like, putting too much butter on it then. Really? Yeah. It, it's it's got it's a it's it's a touch. It's a it's a it's a it's a skill, and you you <sighs> apply just enough butter over top of that pot, and you got to you know well, mix it up and. Uh, I'm surprised you're shrugging off my popcorn. Uh, I'm not shrugging skills. it off. Well, I'm, you're you're shrugging it off because I have to tell you, this is the first time I've done this since I was probably eight or nine as with if, my family. As if no one in Western civilization makes popcorn. No, but anymore. nobody does it anymore. It's so easy. We all have microwaves. You just throw things in the microwave. Well, then, don't I, come on. It's so simple that way. Yeah, but it's not the same. Really, it's not. You would agree, right? Having having just popped your well, own, it tastes well, better. Well, no, I think pop. Oh, yeah, it does taste better. Uh, now, exactly. here's the problem with popping your own. It took me several pieces of of um, you know utensils that I needed. I needed the pot, right? And then I melt the butter. You need the and lid. I had the salt. Mm-hmm. I had the lid. Mm-hmm. I got done. Then I pour the popcorn into another bowl. Yeah, and I shake it up with a little you know seasoning. Right. Now I've got a pot, a lid. Uh, my butter bowl right. and uh, the the bowl bowl that are dirty, and you know what I do? I just throw them right there in the dishwasher and I run it, which <laughs> drives my mother nuts because you should never run a dishwasher half full. You're Why? supposed to always run it full because huh. it's a waste of water and all that other stuff. Well, I mean, if you've got stuff and you want to make clean stuff, you turn the dishwasher on. So. Would you think it would be weird that, I don't know, say you're a guy who has a pot of coffee in the morning. Yeah. And uh, you get done with your pot of coffee and you're like, you shake your head at me about drinking a pot of coffee. I can't believe that. Because well, it's ridiculous. It's not good <laughs> for you. I'm not drinking a whole pot. Okay. Well, that's not what you said earlier. But well, it, uh, anyway, go right ahead. Of caffeinated coffee. But anyway, you throw it all in the dishwasher right. and run it. Yeah. You're not supposed to do that. No, I got no problem with it. Really? Yeah. You do the jet dry? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, I'll tell you what What you want to talk about revolutionary. What? These friends of ours, uh-huh. two dishwashers. What? They have two dishwashers in their kitchen. Do they have a lot of man? kids? They have a lot of kids? Yeah. Eh, no, but but so the, the whole concept blew my mind. So they take their dirty dishes and they put them in the dishwasher, and they turn the dishwasher on. Now they get more dirty dishes. 
They put them in the other dishwasher, and they're filling it up. Guess what happens? The aforementioned dishwasher now has clean dishes in it, which well, you never works. have to put in the cabinet because they're in the dishwasher clean. And you've still got an empty dishwasher to put your dirty dishes in so that it's a life cycle. Oh, so they don't they don't cycle. put their uh, I mean, plates and utensils in they the can. cabinet? If they want Whose to. idea was this? This has to have been the husband and not the wife. I don't know. I, I don't think the wife we was saying, you know there. what, we'll never have to put the dishes in the dish, you know, in the We pantries. were over there for a dinner party, seeing this play out in front of my very eye. Unbelievable. Do they have a bunch of kids? This, not anymore. The kids are grown. So maybe they had a bunch of dishwashers because they had a bunch of kids. I don't know, man. It, I, I've never heard brilliant. of people having I, two cause, dishwashers cause for the Georgian, purpose of never having to put the dishes I, in the cabinet. Georgian and I hate emptying the dishwasher. Hate it. Really? You got to bend over and you got to pull all the crud out of there and you set it down and you got to go to walk it over to the cabinet where the plates are over here. You got the cups over there. You got the bowls coming over oh, here. Oh, your first world problems got, are miserable. Well, brother. I mean, it's a, it's hard on the back. and uh, <laughs> But if you had two dishwashers... You just you need a plate. You go get a plate out of the dishwasher. You bend over one time. There's one plate. Boom, you're done. And it's dirty. You still got another dishwasher for the dirty dishes. It's huh. absolutely. When you brilliant. were a kid, did you have a dishwasher at your house? Uh, after a while, yeah. Not at not when we I was little. We 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 didn't for most of my life. Yeah. We would have, either was I think it was broken and they're expensive, and so <laughs> yeah. we would. Uh, we had family, you know, had to take turns. Michael's night yeah. to wash the dishes. Colleen's night, yeah. <laughs> We had a family friend when I was a kid. I forgot all about this guy. Yeah, I'm sure he's no longer with us. Uh, <laughs> he was he was Mister Fix It, right? Couldn't fix a darn thing to save his life. <laughs> Cars couldn't fix them. He'd come over and take the car apart. The dishwasher's broken. <laughs> couldn't he fix couldn't it. fix it, and, but we always called him. I mean, <laughs> Call Mr. Jones. Mr. Rogers. Me, yeah. It was Mr. Rogers. And, hey, uh, oh. It's Hancock and Kelly late night. We're going to give our best shot at sports next. We're going to come back yeah, and Mike talk to you about Schilt. the Mike Schilt interview. Yeah, he gave a, a very heartfelt um, farewell today. It's very moving, and we're going we're gonna to play it for you next hour right here on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.